Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters, news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 102. In this episode, we'll be talking about our hidden gem, Xavier School, unique curriculum, how to counter those meta basic actions, and we wrap it all up by doing a pick three format. So let's kick it off with our hidden gem and Xavier School's unique curriculum. All right, guys, we are here with Dr. J and the KO King. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Great. Um, so it is time for our hidden gem, and this one was actually submitted, sent to us via email. So you can always send us suggestions for hidden gems at doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash double burst so here, here's the email so it goes hello gentlemen as rotation rapidly approaches i've been studying the cards in my binder to find cards that are going to become much more effective once rotation happens i've i came across xavier's school unique curriculum and got really excited sure this card is okay for an x-men team but why play it that way instead by playing this card on a non-x-men team i can pretty much draw and prep anything i want from my bag every time you might be thinking, okay, that's decent, but how do I make it great? Well, my answer is Rare Yondu, Yaka Arrows, whose ability reads, when Yondu is KO'd, deal one damage to your opponent for each non-sidekick die in your use pile. Wow, so now I can prep anything from my bag I want, and then if I KO Yondu, I can deal some direct damage pretty easily too. I'm still playing with this idea, but through brainstorming with some other players, I've come up with a good core for this team. Enter Malekith, 13th son of a 13th son. He gives us a guaranteed KO trigger for Yondu while allowing us to potentially buy action dice for cheaper than the printed cost is needed. So he's using his global. Um, great. Now I have a solid core team. We just need one more card to throw this into overdrive. Now this is where my eyes turn toward common doppelganger. Now I not only have the option to have extra Yondu dice for two less than they, sh- they should cost, but it's now harder to stop my win condition because my opponent can't blank both characters. Anyways, I'm sure this will spark some creativity among the Double Burst crew, so hopefully you enjoyed taking a second look at the possibilities of this card as much as I did. As always, may your opponents always roll double generic energy, the Frosty Ood. Um, and then so, quick reminder text. I remember this guy. I remember that guy's I, name. We've talked about some of his stuff before. I just love saying the Frosty Ood. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, reminder text for Xavier School. It's draw dice from your bag until you draw an X-Men character die or your bag is empty. Prep one of the drawn dice and then add the rest to your use pile. So um, we were kind of having a little discussion on this. So why is this so good in terms of just a basic action by itself outside of an X-Men team too, which is kind of weird, but yeah. You mean why is this so good just as an action? Yeah, just as an action. On any team, it's because, if you first of all, if you don't have any X-Men and you play this, basically you get to empty your bag. So it's churn if that's what you're going for. I can imagine like Russ's collector teams where he tries to keep his bag super thin. I mean, it would help him if he bought a die to get to that die quickly so he could get it out of his bag and get back to, you know, if you're trying to keep your bag thin, this might be a decent way yeah, to Yeah, especially do it. at being a two-cost mask, so it's super cheap in yeah. terms of actions to get. Um, and so don't, don't play it looking at ramp though i mean you're really only getting the ones. yeah you're only getting yeah one. yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's for churn not for ramp. yeah and one reminder too is that when you play this keep in mind if your bag is already empty and you play this you draw no dice 
Yeah, this is a lot like uh, insect plague or create food, food and water. water. If your bag's empty, nothing. And downside to this versus create food and water is there's no global that allows you to refill your bag. So you may want some way to do that, like a resurrection global or something when you play with this card. Yeah, so so th- those are kind of the the perks of a card by itself. So you, um, so yeah, the Frosty Ood he kind of gave us an example of a team that you would want to use us in. So what what do you guys kind of think of this base, or what what other possibilities? That's can you an guys expensive think of that? way to get one damage in with Yondu. Yondu, Yondu. I mean, because I would. I mean, I was thinking of Yonti because a tune. If I if I use this with an attune character, it's going to do one damage too, and I don't have to KO it. I I see this being useful on a on a team where you've got a character that you constantly want to be refielding, um, but you yeah, like, maybe they have low attack, and so if you attack with them, your opponent's re- just going to let it through rather than knocking it out or something, and so you want to get that character through. What comes to my mind is uh, the uncommon collector. You know, he's got one one attack, but if I and if I attack with him, you're just going to let him through. But I can use this to get him back out, churn him through my bag, and then refield him and use his ability again and again and again. This and the uncommon Yanti would be good. Yanti's unblockable. I know a lot of people are already playing with her, so it's not. Yeah, unblockable characters. This would be good with because you you could get maybe two of these. Is it max? It's not a max one, right? It's, it's max, max four. four. So you could get two of these and a couple of Yantis and basically just churn until they stop something. Yeah, the, and, then, and then look at something else on top of that. One of the one of the downsides to this card, though, is if the die, if you use the die and it goes to your used pile, you don't know when it's going to come back out. And so, you, like you said, you'd want two, maybe more of these things right. in order to increase your odds of getting it. But maybe you want to try like a boomerang or so. Yeah, get a, the super rare Mister Miracle yeah, maybe that gives Mister Miracle die. so that you have a better chance of it going to your prep area for when you reload your bag. Um, or you could use something that empties your bag. I don't know. Like I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of like brainstorming here. I I really struggle with with like making this card particularly work. Aside from just getting that one die you want back in it, your field. It, actually, you know, it wouldn't be if you're going to use actions because you're kind of using actions. I think this would be good with the tune, and then maybe throw in momentum. So you're prepping that die and then rolling a die. So let's say you had it. I'm playing it out here. If you had resurrection or something that would load your bag. So I could purchase what I want, load my bag, and then draw. Like you'd have to work on the timing, but that would allow you to kind of get stuff Yeah, because all all the dice that you draw with this, doesn't go transition it goes directly to your use pile yeah. like the other rip hunter you may you may find some use for the heimdall global with it because now you're putting a bunch of yeah. sidekicks into your use pile i was also thinking ayavagamoto global might be a good one to pair with this because then you can uh, strategically time when you're putting this die into your bag so that way, you know, you look in your bag and you have three dice in there. Okay, now I'm going to buy it, put it in my bag, and the next turn I'm going to pull that as one of my four dice. Well, you'd want three dice in your bag. So you'd reload your bag, but you could strategically time it so that your bag was full when you're pulling this particular die out. Yeah, you would want to, and this is good. I mean, if 
this is another uh, dye similar to like we've talked about with Create Food and Water, where you don't want to purchase a ton. If you're purchasing yeah, a ton, if you get two on one turn, it's and you don't have a way to reload your bag. Yeah, it's, you're, but you I mean, like if that. you're purchasing yeah. a lot, you could f- make sure you get the one dice. But that but you this want. is this this card is is better in the sense that like create food and water. If you buy too much, you won't get very right. many dice. This you're you're still emptying your bag as long as you don't have an X Men in there. You're emptying your whole bag and you're picking one die that you want to put into your prep area. So that's an upside to this card versus create food and waters. You can buy as many right. dice as you want as long as they're not X Men. Yeah. You're Pull, still pulling and, all and of and them. And my opponent yeah, can't, your opponent buy, it can't buy it either. Yeah, yeah, and your opponent can't buy. So it. I would look at a few things. Actually, the other good part of this card compared to create food and water is is you could avoid Tabaxi Rogue. Right, because you could you could pull the first one and be like, "Oh, I just want that one," instead of where, like, no, no, you got no, you, you gotta, have you to have pull to, yeah. until the the condition that makes it stop happens. That would so not this be good. Would, <laughs> could really do some damage with this. I mean, if you're pulling everything, that's so. If you're building with this, make sure you have a counter to that card somewhere on your team. I would look at uh, playing. With this card, something that deals damage when I play it, so a tune or storm, something of that nature. Um, and she's an X Men, which I think an X Men with this card is actually not good. Yeah, so but. so that, that's that's the other kind of question I wanted to ask you. So with this card, in what situation would you want to use it with an X Men character and not? Just a non X Men character because it seems Facing like it's Tabaxi Rogue and hoping you pull so, out your X Men character first. <laughs> so I, I could see it being useful on a team with something like Boom Boom or Jubilee, where that's that's your win condition and you need that X Men in the field. And so it might be better in on that in that situation instead of create food and water, but. At the same time, I mean, you can't have more than one X Men on your team if you really want this thing to be. But see, I don't understand the difference though. Like, if 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 I want Yanti or I want Storm, let's one or the other. Like, I don't see the benefit of having Storm as the X Men or my Yanti because I can just pull until I get Yanti. Because they're not the same. No, I'm saying like in one team. Let's say I have Yanti, so I play this and I can pull till I have my Yanti. Right. Or, I mean, the only thing it does is leave my bag full, maybe, if I have Storm, so, right? So, again, th- the time you would use this is not, is when you were, your a core part of your team is an X Men character that can't be easily substituted for some other character. But, but what, help me understand the benefit to, the X-Men, because I can, if I have the one character that I want anyway, I can always pull that out. Because, yeah, you'll, you'll end up prepping one die. You no matter prep what. one but die But if anyway. the die you want is an X-Men, you're still going to get that one die. But I get to time. choose whatever it is if I don't. You still get to choose one die. It's just all the dice up until you get the X-Men. Right. So I'm saying the only benefit is if you want your bag to have something in it. Yeah, I, I no, 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 no. So, so let's say like my core team, I want Jean Grey, like the uncommon Jean Grey from right. X Men, right? She's like a six cost character. I want her in the field. Like that's what my team is based on. I use this. I pull dies out of my bag until I get her, and then I prep her. Okay, right. 
if I don't have Jean Grey on my team, you're right. It's more useful. But if she is a core part of my team. But what's the difference if the core part of my team's Enchantress? A six cost. You're right. It's more useful on that team. But that doesn't right. mean that it's not useful on an on a team with an right. X Men character that you really right. want to get out. Well, the benefit I think is to Maxi Rogue, <laughs> right? Because you don't have to <laughs> yeah. keep pulling. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's and I ma- guess a, an upside there, not a and maybe one. if you want, if you don't want your bag emptied, yeah, which yeah. I don't yeah. say. Say know you why. you you want kind of more of a combo team and stuff, and you don't want to keep emptying your bag all the time. So, like, you need an X Men character, but the other pieces a villain or something like that and you you want a higher chance of being able to pull it yeah and an, another thing about it turn. too is you know say you've got that one x-men character that's a core part of your team as soon as you get that character in the field the this this die just becomes yeah. what it is otherwise. it's not a downside i'm just yeah I yeah you just don't like that it makes you stop drawing before your bag's empty yeah. because Cause, you cause, want because i bag feel like what empty. you want out of this is to empty your bag i mean I, that's not what I see it as. I see it as you're you're getting the one die that you want. That's what right. this does. Yeah, is it, yeah, it, yeah. It's adding that consistency that you're looking for, yeah. specifically for X-Men. It lets you snipe it. a die out of your bag and say, that's the one I want, and take it. You know? Yeah, knowing my luck, I'll, I'll use it, and I'll just roll energy the whole time and never... <laughs> like, it's, what's the point, right? Might as well just buy more of the X-Men And character. if you have multiple of these, you know, you might be able to make... Like, if you were to get multiple on the same turn, you might be able to, if you had, like, a resurrection... Yeah, yeah, say if you wanted to get... some serious dice. You could play your first one, draw those dice, pick one, play resurrection, reload your bag with everything... Play the second one and then pick another die that you wanted, and you just prepped three dice that turn, yeah, ready it, to go it, for next it, turn. It, it, I, yeah, I guess it could work too if you need like multiple X Men to show up at the field at the same time. That you would you'd you'd somehow have to draw two of them, right? And yeah. Then draw your yeah. first X Men and then draw again, and hopefully you get the second one need and prep both of them. Yeah. It's a little more of a long shot, but I, I could see that sort of working um, to kind of get all all of that. There's no like globals or anything that let you. Prep dice are there. Dark side, maybe the uncommon dark side. He lets prep you dice. Does he like, let, oh, resurrection? He lets you prep dice. No, I mean like I mean sorry. Something prep from, dice the used. from your used pile, like move it over. I don't think there is anything in. Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? That this might actually work good with uh, misdirection because if you have something in your bag, when when misdirection comes out, you could throw everything in the used and instead of prepping that character you could misdirect it in yeah and you could prep something else right this could yeah. this could combo really well with a, a, a die like misdirection yeah. or a mutation yeah because because yeah. i was thinking about it and it's totally not 2018 modern but say like ultraman and kryptonite right where you need to get both of those cards in a relatively short time for them to trigger so you could use this prep the kryptonite and then you know, swap in the Ultraman with a misdirection or a polymorph. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, there uh, are combos now. And there's, now there's where other you stuff you could time. use too. You could use nowhere, anything that lets you put dice in the field. You know, you could use those in tandem with this. Yeah. So, uh, um, what, so yeah, what, probably like, so my, my question is it, it's a hidden gem because we haven't seen a lot of people talk about this. Do you sure. think create food and water kind of? dwarfs this in terms of ability or what why haven't we seen more people talk about this card how much does this one cost this is a two, two cost, cost mass. i think it's just overlooked um 
I could really see this used with a cheap attune character like Yanti that's unblockable and basically you're just churning. I I think the reason you don't see it too much is because the current meta there's a lot of control going on, there's a lot of, you know, if you if you're building a team to play competitively, then you're fine tuning your team and I don't know that this die gives you enough to justify putting it into a spot. It might mm-hmm. be an 11th card instead of a hidden gem. Oh, yeah. man, do, do you think just having really the X-Men affiliation on that card mm-hmm. like detract from it too? Because people see X-Men affiliation. Well, I don't... like They don't, yeah. they don't reread the card to see that well, it's actually a better yeah, well, it's without it. Right? And the thing is, is that there is the similar ability not quite the same in Create Food and Water in the sense that I can empty my bag where... So my eight character slots or my eight slots is really hard to slide in when I can get a similar ability with my basic action. Even though it gives it to my opponent, it's it's kind of that weird, like, I can't... And it's really hard to narrow down teams right now to eight slots. Yeah. So, and Crave Food and Water has a global on it, which also helps. I really like that global. Because it's worth. Churn. The, is it worth the trade off? Because isn't create food and water three? It's a three. three. So one for one more. The, yeah. Another thing you're trading off though is if you if you take this instead of create food and water, you're still having to put another action in the spot of create food and water. So this is taking up a spot on yeah. your team where a character might go instead of this action that kind of it is close enough to create food and water that it might not outweigh taking create food and water. Now, oddly enough, the way that some people are playing Yanti with Investigation, I think this is a better replacement for that combo Uh because I think you can churn a lot faster if you have two of these. You couldn't really do it with one, but I'm thinking timing. If you had two of these and like two or three Yantis, you could really kind of keep that cycle going where almost every turn you can attack. See, and I, I don't like the idea of using it with a cheap character like Yanti. Like, if you need Yanti out, you just buy more of them. I mean, they're cheap. I see. No, this. but what she has a tune, and then when you use an action, she becomes unblockable. So it's that idea of hitting with a tune, so you and hit then for when I turn, right. then I'm, I'm going to attack. You're going to get her I, around. No, for, no, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, my point is that if you have a bunch of yeah. Yantis they're more likely to come out of your bag more frequently because they're so cheap and you have so many of them purchased. I see this being more useful where you have one expensive character that plays an important part of your team and you need to get that character out into the field in it, you know, multiple times, maybe like a Mr. Fix it team. I would say a dragon, a gold dragon team, but you've got, you know, ring of winter to do that. So it's not the same, but like a Thanos, anything that's expensive that you need in the field, you use this to guarantee that you are going to be rolling it more often. All right. This might actually not be... This, I think you mentioned it, uh, this could be a great early card just to throw in the bag on turn one with... Uh, the Eye of Agamotto. Eye of Agamotto. Yeah. And then that way you're getting stuff in your prep on turn Two, depending on if you have a global. You could use so you it with super rare Thor. 
because you sacrifice him, send him to the youth pile, and don't take any damage, and then just churn through your bag and get him back out quicker. It's not that's not yeah, a bad so, yeah, idea. It's not too bad. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so thank you so much for kind of talking about our hidden gem, Xavier School. So if you guys want to be like the Frosty Ood and send us a hidden gem, just shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Okay, gentlemen, um, keep in that kind of brewing mind, but we're going to strip it down raw down to like the core basics when we get you back for our round table where we pick three cards and go at it all right guys we are here with the global guru and kenpole how are you gentlemen doing tonight really good um, doing good so i i think this is interesting because origins is coming up and june is actually coming up so the 2018 for some reason i keep thinking it's 2019 but it's the 2018 rotation is going to come into effect in the a couple weeks right now um so what we wanted to talk about is ways you can counter the meta basic actions that are going to be coming up in this 2018 um rotation because um yanti and cube are well i think boom boom. yeah i think yanti is going to still be around a little bit but not as effective without cube but it opens up the meta a little bit where we it sounds like a lot of people are still going to be using a lot of basic actions so we wanted to talk about how to counter a lot of these right right um, so I think the first one that I think a lot of people are using is investigation. Yeah, yeah, um, I've seen that a lot lately. So, and his ability is to just draw and roll two cards or dice, not cards. <laughs> draw and roll two dice. It's you a try rolling yeah. your cards. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> um, so you know that that that's going to be one of your basic ways of ramp. Um, I, yeah, people use. I, yeah, it gives you a little bit of ramp, um, some good churn if you can roll them and if you can cycle them. You know, pair that with uh, boom boom or the common yanti. And uh, you can get some really good, quick, fast damage. Yeah, because um, especially you, you know, just a tune by itself. Sure, it's not as fa- fast as effective as it used to be, but you know, those little tiny nicks with those. Yeah, tunes. well, boom, boom yeah. is two. Yeah, so that's two damage. And then if it makes a uh, common Yanti unblockable, that's another you know two, three, and plus the tune on top of plus that. Plus the right? tune. Yeah. Yep, yep. So uh, you know that adds up. And I, I got to tell you one story about investigation. So one of our local players, Ryan. Um, I think we we did a whole bunch of Thor drafts, and I think more than one event, he got that as his basic action. Um, And he sits down in front of me, and I think all of those drafts, I end up buying all three of his investigations and just using it against him. And he's like, like I think by the third time, he's like, I think I figure out what I need to do. Yeah, And, and I look at him like, you got investigation again. I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's just like so de- <laughs> so defeated because I'm just like looking at it. That must feel nice. Uh, <laughs> and I, I feel bad with that. So so what are ways that you could use that to counter? Because it, I think it's a little harder to find a counter, right, for draw and roll two dice. Cause it's- Tabaxi Rogue. Tabaxi Rogue. Yeah, absolutely. That's the <laughs> that, uh, rare, yeah. right? Or no, the common. Nope, just common. the common one, yep. So and whenever you draw a die... So, whenever so, your opponent draws a die other than during their clear and draw step, Tabaxi Rogue deals them one damage. So it's really good if they so have spot with their with their die. investigation. <laughs> so so if they, they're drawing two, they'll take two damage. If they're drawing four, then they'll take four damage. So uh, it, it's interesting because I was playing Russ, and he was uh, using this, and I got a Tabaxi Rogue out, and... He he took the damage because he needed the ramp. He needed the churn. It was part of his team, and it was just chipping. It didn't seem really R- big. Russ likes to take the damage and then it bites him later. It on. did. It totally did. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just like oh, a couple here, a couple there, and all of a sudden he's at ten life. I'm like, yep, I'll do this ten here, and it's like whoa, 
you know, swinging kind of, with my two yeah. unblockable Yontes. Yeah, so so it adds up. It's nice for you know he's he's just a a cheap cheaper three cost. Doesn't have the greatest stats, but a great counter to investigation or the whole spot investigation. Yeah. Well, the cool combo. thing with the Tabaxi Rogue that like kind of adds on to it is that it has experience. Yeah. So if they are running Yonti, if you can get rid of a couple of Yontes. Its stats go up significantly, pretty yep. fast. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people are bringing those experience counter cards, right? To right. remove experience tokens. So. Yeah, and, and I guess while we're on the the topic of um, Tabaxi Road, it's the same thing with uh, Create Food and Water. I remember once I was playing against Ruben, and he had that card out and didn't even think of it. Bought a Create Food and Water. And I have the hardest time getting this to trigger where I actually get dice, but I totally triggered it and got like four <laughs> dice on, you know, turn two or three or something. And yeah, totally took four damage. It was, it was, <laughs> the, it was the Tabaxi bad. Rogue also does have that global of pay two and once per turn, both players prep a die from their bag. So yeah, so, yeah, so it's, it's got its own like built It's nice. It, it's a small ping, but yeah. it does give you. Gives you a little yeah, piece of ramp. It gives them a little bit too. And sometimes you can actually use that. Um, to your advantage, where if they don't want something to go to their bag yet, then you can trigger that, and so something goes to their bag, and they can't, yeah, you know, Heimdall, throw, yeah, or throws off like their cycle, their you know, their cycle, because well, yeah. they can't even Heimdall at that point because Heimdall's always on your turn. Yeah, so that's true. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but you can yep. do this on their turn or your turn. So yeah, yeah. They, they just you, you can you can mess with them a little bit if you need to. Yeah, and, and that's good. So while we're actually talking about experience in Yanti too, uh, especially with this Tabaxi Rogue, it's the one card that I really wish was kids would stop reprinting as a basic action, um, and that's Magic Missile. Yes, because um, uh, it's or you, unstable canister, un, un, canister, canister, right? Because they're yeah, both, both they're both modern. Technically, legal, right? you could play both of them. Yeah, um, and like that is by far my one of my favorite ways to get rid of a Yanti. By the way, is to use the global pay a bolt and deal one damage to a uh, character. And tabac- I mean, I know we're talking about a lot, but Tabaxi Rogue is an adventurer, so it yeah, actually so works with us- uh, Magic Missile. Yeah, um, and then w- what another part about it is the ability is deal two damage to target player, di- character die or player, and on double burst, deal extra damage to the character equal to the li- level of your highest adventure in the field zone. Guess what? Tabaxi Rogue is a <laughs> is an adventure. Yeah. Um, so, like, what are what are what are the ways to counter this card? Because I, I I notice, especially with new players too, they tend to gravitate to this card, and that's all they do is they'll end up buying all the magic missiles and just yeah. using the global. It's not cheap and it's not fast, but uh, the new spider is really good. Where every time you take damage, it deals the same amount. So it's kind of like a uh, was a, a vicious struggle. Yeah. Whenever you take damage, it'll deal damage. But you also have the opportunity to cancel the effect of uh, an action. So, I mean, it's better for something like a the lantern ring or something yeah. like that. But there are still opportunities where whenever you're getting direct damage, this is a good counter because you're able to redirect. So if they're doing nothing but that, as long as you can get ahead of them, you know, you're doing your thing. Dealing them damage and then yeah, they're as long as you're one ahead, like right? as long as you're yeah. one ahead, it's going to be great. But um, it's not, I don't know if it's the best counter, um, but it, but it's a good counter to that direct damage type of stuff. Yeah, and I th- I think this also sometimes falls under that rule. Well, if they bring it, sometimes you may just want to buy it and slow them down that way. Yeah, I, I remember in a draft, um, someone got the boom boom where you deal two damage, and then they were just going to do boom boom and um, magic missile. So I just bought all their magic missiles, and so they weren't able to get them. 
but they had this boom boom out there and I was able to ping it out and you you can use all of these against them. I mean, we have to remember basic actions are available to both characters or yeah. both both, yeah, I've, both I've always felt like the players. the best way to counter magic missile is to buy it. Yeah. That's it's one of those that it's a pretty good basic action. You can use it on any team. It's good by itself. So to me, it's always been one that if your opponent has it and you're worried about it causing you problems, you just buy it. Yeah. yeah. And another thing with, um, so if, let's say they're focusing just on magic missile. They're buying basic actions. That means they're not investing in characters for blocking. You can go rush and try to kill them that way. And you have to remember it comes with a, a global on there. So if they do have some, you know, little peons out there, sidekicks just and stuff, clear them out. just clear them out and you're striking with, with whatever you want because they're focusing on basic actions. Yeah. I think I did that once early on when I was playing Dice Masters. I, I think it was Scott when I was playing. So all he did was buy his three magic missiles. Mm-hmm. But I had a whole bunch of like cheap weenie characters. So while he was buying those, I would just buy all my weenie characters and just attack as fast as I could. Exactly. And he was only doing two per turn. And I think my my character was like a three attack or something. So I was still one ahead of him and I managed to outpace him that way. See, to me in that situation, I'd almost rather have one good overcrusher that can take a couple of magic missiles. Let them start trying to ping out my big guy and let me overcrush on their little stuff and just let, let them be helpless with their magic missiles. Sure, you're going to ping me for five or six or for like, you know, two, four, six on a turn, but I'm going to overcrush, kill your field, and hit you for five or six on a turn. And and if they're comboing this with something like a Boom Boom or Yanti, things like that, most of those have pretty low defense. Yeah, use so the you, global so you against ping, them. You know, yeah. but 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 they they're good combos. I mean, boom boom and a magic missile is going to do you four instead of just the two. Um, but you know, they, they can only do that so long if you're pinging out their characters. Yeah, and if you're like Rust and you're playing a collector team, you'll just go buy one of their Yantis and yeah, then use the. Um, and then one counter that I didn't mention for all of these is the, the common Scarlet Witch. Yep. Where, where your opponent has to... Yeah, she's kind of the, the counter to anything that is not a character. Yeah, as long it's as it has it's action been the go-to, name, right? Yeah, it's been the go-to <laughs> action hate. Um, and it's pretty good, but it's not consistent. I mean, uh, again, I was playing Russ. We were doing some brewing, some playtesting. And that investigation, I swear, more than 50% of the time he was rolling it on on an action even with it so it, it basically negated the scarlet witch wait wait somebody actually rolled decent against uh, you he rolls can... amazing against me when we're brewing it's crazy <laughs> i don't know what's his problem with it's... like during events and stuff but <laughs> another one that's kind of a catch-all really good action hate is the uh th- there's the banshees oh so, yeah all, so all the banshees awesome. so there's two two really good banshees the 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 um the uncommon while Banshee is active deal one damage to target opponent when they use an action dice that's any action any yep. action so, but it's only one damage yeah which that, isn't bad yeah that's yeah. a that's a three cost if, if they're a full action team that's worth it. yeah and then there's a four cost one that's the rare while Banshee is active when your opponent draws a basic action die deal two damage to target opponent or character die yeah so if they're if they're do, buying the three investigations cycling and stuff. They're they're just yeah they're I, just digging their own. I grave. lost the game to Ken when when X Men First Class came out just because of this Banshee and I had like two basic actions. Yeah, I was down to four. Banshee life. was awesome. <laughs> like, uh, I think it was against uh, Ryan that you mentioned earlier. Uh, we love you, Ryan. Is that is that when he went for investigations? <laughs> well, no, it it was in X Men. <laughs> yeah, was that after the I one time he went for it? Yeah. No, it it was in uh it was in the X Men drafts and I had I believe I had. Boom Boom and Banshee 
and Scarlet Witch. Wow. So it was like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. E- either buy up the actions, <laughs> and I'll make it so you can't use them, and you still take damage. Hmm. Or I'll buy them and do you extra damage, and still won't allow you to roll any that you get. Like it was the the best with really, this banshee really is you just you just let them buy. Like if they buy one, you, you know you don't buy it immediately. You let them buy another one until they get a couple, and then you throw it out there. They're like, oh, it does what? Oh, there's no way to avoid it. I just have to draw it. It's like there's a timer. Yeah. Right Having point. it hit in that draw window is really really hard. Yeah, yeah. I I may have done that a couple times to your kid. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's he's got to learn, right? Yeah, and having having that with Scarlet Witch is really really rough. It's like okay, yeah, you're, you're get- taking the two damage for drawing it, and then you've got to roll it twice. It's so hard to like that makes basic actions just feel useless unless apparently you're Russ and have amazing rolls. But yeah, I, I whenever I used that combo it just seemed like it shut people down and felt really discouraging like it was a feel bad kind yeah, of yeah. kind An- of shut another down. thing uh you can kind of bait your uh your opponent into getting you bring something like improvised weapon oh it's just this one cost yeah. if i get them all ooh, i'm gonna do really good stuff you know maybe send some some really big you know unblockable sidekicks through or something but if you buy them all then i'm gonna i'm gonna fill my banshee and you're going to be taking a lot because that's three that you just bought in one turn or something. Yeah. And, and if it, they don't buy them, you buy them and utilize it, right? Yeah. And what's, what's kind of actually great about that Banshee-Scarlet Witch combo is if you throw Tabaxi Rogue on it, too, your opponent only has two generic energies, right? They can, they totally can use that global. Yeah. <laughs> so why not, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, there you go. That, that, that's just rubbing it in. So, so, right. so speaking of globals, I just thought of something else. There's a lot of globals that people are using on basic action. Yeah. So, like, like the biggest one is probably resurrection. Absolutely. Like, I mean, when was the last time any of you guys bought the resurrection? Diet? It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah in I, fact, someone I did buy it the other day, and I'm like, wait, what does it do again? Does it actually fill it, or no? It just goes through. It's almost that okay. is transfer power. I remember when you yeah. like buy transfer power. I'd have to sit there and watch you like read the card for five minutes. Yeah, I'm like, so oh wait, yeah, that actually it. is pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's another another example of. Um, a good global that comes on a, a basic action. And so if people are bringing some some basic actions, I know you're not necessarily trying to counter the action itself, but sometimes you want to counter those globals and that the wrecker is just so good. I mean, it just literally shuts them down. You can't use the globals. Yeah. And, and, and we're, if we're, they're reliant on something like a magic missile, uh, um, transfer power, or a resurrection... It just shuts them down. Yeah, and then the reminder that we're talking about the rare wrecker. So while wrecker is active, players can only use global abilities of active characters. So it's a good reminder too that it applies to you also. In yes. terms of the wrecker. Yeah. So. so you better make sure you're not dependent upon a lot of these globals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there was a ruling that said that this applies to the action dice. Basic actions. Yeah. They're not characters they're not filled so you can't use them yeah guess what ever. all all the uh all the energy fixers are on or ca- action dice now so yeah yep. you won't be able to use those and yep. good, could- good luck fielding that professor x to get all those sidekicks out <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll see one fielded and you're like what's that is that a new is that a new card <laughs> this is professor x um and then so yeah so like in terms of that are are there any other kind of like basic actions that you think are getting spammed, or not spammed, I think, but going to be utilized a lot. So we talked about improvised weapon. A lot of people will be doing that. You can either buy them all. Uh, that one's hard because, yeah, it's one cost. It's easy to say, oh, let's buy those so they can't use them. 
but they're going to clog your bag yeah. unless you really can plan for it. I wouldn't advise that. So ways around that are probably those other ways. Um, but another another one is uh, anything for overcrush. So there's like the proton cannon, the uh, well, what's the haymaker? Those ones are going to be prevalent if you see something like Hulk out there or um, Mister Fixit. Mister yeah, Fixit, Mr. Fixit is, is probably going to be the yeah, biggest yeah. One. You throw you throw overcrush on him and ping him a couple of times, and it's dangerous. So because he ends up what is it? He ends up being like ten or twelve just with a ping or two. Yeah, like that. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, more more than that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he'll just double. He'll be like sixteen, twenty something in no time. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah. So so when you're dealing with the overcrush things, you 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 can do it one of two ways. You can either plan for the overcrush and just absorb it, or try to do some action hate to try to mitigate mm-hmm. those things. Yeah, and so with this rotation, um, it, it's kind of busted it wide open. So it's hard to kind of prepare. To, to, to counter all of these because there's no way you can counter all of this or you're going to have a team with no win condition yeah, that, on it, right? That, it, well, you yeah. you kind of can if you get really lucky with like a Scarlet Witch. Yeah. You yeah. know, hey, if they yeah. never roll yeah. it, great. My, you know? my personal plan for countering like big overcrush once the rotation happens is just cry to myself that I don't have Cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, there's cyborg. an Absorbing Man that would just, oh, yeah. you know, that, that that, matches that, up that, the that's a good one defense, for the right? overcrush yeah. one. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a three cost. He's pretty cheap. He'll just basically become the same size as whatever your Mr. Fix-It or whatever is. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's some things like that. Yeah, okay. But on an individual basis, like you said, it's really hard to say, all right, um, you know, this one covers everything. There, there yeah. isn't really. Even Scarlet Witch is not a for sure type of a thing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so that, that's what I wanted to ask you guys is with so many options, like w- what is your guys' advice on how to – you know, slightly prepare for some of these? Like, which one of these would you kind of aim to look at, or how, I, how would you decide what you want to put down as a I counter? have always, always brewed uh, from the win backwards. I look at how I'm going to win. Um, so I would go, you know, brew for my win, take my flex spots and look for what I'm weak against and try and mitigate that. Because if... In my win con, I have a good answer to something like Overcrush or a good answer to Investigation or whatever, or Magic Missile. Um, Then I don't really need to worry about adding to that and specifically going against that. Where if I am like really weak to something like Magic Missile then in one of my flex spots i need to get yeah that's when you're probably you know, looking for that scarlet witch a little exactly bit more. so so i always say you know brew for your win get your plan to win get your path to your win uh and usually you've still got a cup like a flex spot or two Unless you're look, Russ, look where at, at that point he's like, I got well, yeah, 20 he cards. Goes for, he goes for 12 card <laughs> combos, hoping that you bring the right stuff. He's like negative uh, five flex, flex spots. But I, I would still say, you know, go for, look at what you're weakest against, you know? like Yeah, you don't have to plan for everything, just what, what's going to hurt me the most, right? Yeah, I mean, is if you're, if you're, you know, if Magic Missile could hurt you, could slow you down, like, maybe plan against that but if something like uh i don't know if something like an overcrusher is going to decimate you well you should probably focus on that overcrusher and just hope that you don't run into a magic missile you know mm-hmm. just look for what you're weak against another thing you need to do is you need to look at the meta what you think you're going to be playing against 
So if you think everyone's going to be bringing investigation, it's playing a lot. A lot of people are playing it. You're seeing it a lot. Then that Tabaxi Rogue. Then Tabaxi is, Rogue, yeah. right? But there's something that I've always tried to do when I when I do a competitive team. You remember Dave Dave Walsh back at the very beginning? I think he won the first either Nationals or Worlds or uh-huh. something. Yeah. One one key thing that he said has always stood out to me competitively is whenever you put a card in there, it needs to have at least a dual use. Yeah. So you don't just put one thing in there and you're playing it to counter just necessarily one thing. So if I'm playing a Tabaxi Rogue, then let let let's maybe not only make it just so it's good against you know people who draw with investigation, but like we said, maybe use it towards getting that might be a experience as well. Yeah, yeah, kind of try to tie those things in there. Like a lot of people are playing Scarlet Witch on a villain control, so she's a villain. She's helping control, and then also works knobby, well with yeah, knobby yeah. and things like that. Exactly. All right, all right, guys. Thank you kind of so much for talking about these counters to meta-based actions because one thing that I, I, I think is, has been a consistent theme in Dice Masters is there hasn't been a lot of action hate. So it's always kind of good once in a while to take a look at what basic what actions or basic actions are being used and how we can combat that because sometimes it's not always an obvious choice on what to pick. So we'll have both of you guys back in a second to... Uh, We're going to go all the way back to when we first started Dice Masters, and I'm going to change the rules for your first game. All right, guys, we have the full crew here. We have the Global Guru, Dr. J, the KO King, and Ken Poole, guys. Um, Welcome to our roundtable. This was a fun one that, Russ, you actually saw on one of the Facebook groups, right? Yeah. Um, So uh, big shout-out for John John Francois for his idea. So his post was just for fun, guys. You go to a My First Game style event where you only have two characters, one basic action, and ten health for that. What's your choice in a golden age? Um, and we just wanted to kind of throw... We, we like the whole idea of it and see how fun it is. So before Russ says anything, I choose Blue Eyes, White Dragon, and Rare Scarecrow. Ooh, I got, I got, <laughs> I got one of those. <laughs> well, I call oh. dibs on that because if you look at my post, that is exactly what I said. And I forget what I put for my basic action. <laughs> Does it matter? Probably truce? truce or something, right? <laughs> no, what was it? I don't, uh, remember, I don't remember, but I just had to do that. I, don't think I knew you, you were going to mention that. I knew you were going to mention that. Probably resurrection. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm forcing you to go out. Oh. Uh, I wanted to force you out of your comfort zone for us. That's why. That's why I picked that one. <laughs> hey, first. So my one comment about this. I know it seems like you would need ten life, but twenty life in this event is actually easier. To uh, what do you, you mean, can get? What do you mean by easier? It's easier to get twenty damage in in a three card game than an eight card game. Oh, meaning it's like, pretty pretty yeah, fast game with ten life. Yeah. Have well, you with played mine. some of these, how would you know? Well. Because I've played a lot of games with just those two cards. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I have other stuff there, but it's not it's like... All, it's all smoke and mirrors. That's all it right. is. You just get blue eyes and scarecrow and it's over. This is true. This, this is to, I think my to basic make my act- opponent feel like they're actually playing the game with me. I think my basic action would probably be Resurrection. <laughs> Just so you could get another bolt. Were those seriously <laughs> your two cards? Yeah. yeah. Scarecrow? Yeah, oh, yeah there's God. there's no so I know there's a lot of good other things. But that is the one combo that gives me basically anything that you bring. Yeah. The, the this is how I know that I've known you for long enough where I knew you were gonna do that combo. Yeah. I just like had to call you out on that. All right, Kevin, uh, all right. do do me. All right, all right. 
what, what are you gonna what are you gonna bring, Zach? Yeah, tell me. Uh, he's so, gonna bring <laughs> Beholder, uh, Jocasta. Behold, and, we, we've changed the game now. Beholder, Kevin yeah. has to guess yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 This is awesome. <laughs> right. Beholder transfer power and, and Jocasta. Professor X. You don't, no, 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 you don't, no, you don't no, want no, transfer no, power. No, no, no. He wants he wants Beholder. He wants. Um, I, I guarantee he, you, it's Jocasta. No, no, not yeah, okay. We'll do Beholder, Jocasta, oh. and um, um, oh, Swords of Revealing Light. <laughs> oh, Relentless. 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 I would one. totally do that's it. it Relentless. So you're you know, almost there. Except Jocasta I would do the Ring, <laughs> Ring of Magnetism, no, Jocasta, no, and, one, and Wonder Girl. No, so you're you're oh. you're almost right. Um, Beholder, Blue Eyes. Because you got to use the global to be able to, to buy another one. Oh, man, Beholder. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. I mean, Blue Eyes. To buy Based another one? Oh, yeah, it really yeah. would be. Yeah, good. and then Relentless. <laughs> to buy to be able to buy another and then Relentless. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. If I can't do Relentless, yeah, like, I don't know, Magic Missile or something. How fast? I like how that? everyone's like, yeah, whatever, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Some, maybe Resurrection. Maybe, to get maybe, the maybe a boost, you know, a, a global boost, like a plus one attack somewhere or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. That, <laughs> probably a plus one attack. That is a good idea. <laughs> I know how you play. Yep. Um, Jared, Go ahead, Jared's mine. Jared's tough, but Doomsday, Blue Eyes, and True Believer. Or not True, True Believer. Believer. Uh, whatever the other one that no one plays. Trusted, <laughs> Trusted Friend. Trusted Friend. Yeah. Why would I put Blue Eyes on my team? That card sucks. I don't know. You just, take just, that just... back right now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, for him it would be uh, Doomsday, Trusted Friend, and Killer Frost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be such a good team. And then I'm trying to think of cans. Actually, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking uh, I would like to do Rare Blob, Uncommon Thanos, and uh, um, Superhero Registration Act so I can buy it. Mm. And then you field the blob, shut down Blue Eyes or Beholder or whatever. Then you field Thanos. They can't field either of their two characters. <laughs> just and they let just them burn take away. damage <laughs> until they die. <laughs> you know what's funny about this is I think everyone's going to be like, well, Yanti Cube and whatever. That's actually a terrible combo for this Why? in some ways. Yeah. It's be- probably not fast enough. Well, that's the thing. You need all I mean, the components it's not terrible to make it right. good. Yeah, it's not. But if there's bad. control on the other side, you don't have all the Why would one you waste cost. your two spots on control? But what I'm saying is, well, Blue Eyes... Scarecrow, you bring Yanti. Oh, here, here's what fine. you do if you really want to win. You just do Shriek and Serena. <laughs> Z Max. Right, oh, well. Zombie Magneto. He's going to be one of my three cards to put him on there. But like, either, even he, then, either he shuts he, down their whole team or he does But it nothing. doesn't even <laughs> shut it down because you're just going to have the sheer amount of like characters faster because you won't true. have enough blockers. You just cycle them through based on. That's true. If you could get Zombie Magneto out fast enough, yeah. you'd lock that down. But see, I don't even know if you'd lock not, it down. Not Blue Eyes Scarecrow. Life, no. no, he wouldn't do anything Blue Eyes Scarecrow. <laughs> you're right. See, here's the thing, though. It's not just the global if you're Scarecrow with Blue Eyes because he has. Yeah, you would buy the Blue Eyes, too. You would he buy has the Blue 10 Eyes. 10 attack. Yeah, and you get yeah. the free. He can scarecrow. have up to yeah. 11 so, attacks. So, so this is. It and it gives you your yeah. opponent. Their character, because you're like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna buff so, blue eyes. Yeah, I was like, I can almost t- tell you play by play how Russ would do this. You know, he, I've he, done it plenty. <laughs> just there's <laughs> other I've, cards I've, around. I've seen so like I can count on one hand how many times I've used Scarecrow 
But I've seen Russ play it so many times, I can pick up the Rare Scarecrow and Blue Eyes and do the almost exact same thing. I'm not going to lie. This sounds like a horrible event. <laughs> I would hate playing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, when, when It'd you, probably go by pretty quick. When, when do you punch the other player? Right? <laughs> Seriously. And then, Tom, so I got to think what, of... What can. have you got for me? So, what, it depends. On, like, I have okay, an idea. Are, are you in an aggro mood or are you in more of a control mood? Because I know Am it I changes shift. ever shifts. not in an, an aggro mood? mood? So, it's going to be... If we can reuse Relentless, it's going to be Guy Gardner and, like... Morphing jar, <laughs> wrong. Guy Gardner and Mary <laughs> ring. He's gonna have Mary probably. Doctor uh, no. Octopus. No, it's no, it's, it's gonna be ring and guy. Ring, ring, multiple ring man and big entrance. Um. <laughs> uh, multiple <laughs> man. Swarm. <laughs> what about what about? Uh, do you think you could do the dragon? So ring of winter. Yeah, gold dragon. Oh yeah, just resurrection. You, you, would you be able to ramp enough? Because you you'd only be it able would to take do it longer, once. but but well, investigation on it. I mean, you just sure, do it not, once right? and you win, right? You can yeah. do like Shannon Carter, Star Girl, and Insect Plague. You come up with the weirdest ones. Then you... all of your sidekicks are four attack, four <laughs> defense. You have all these buffed up sidekicks that your opponent doesn't Ooh. have, and you can make them unblockable with Insect Falcon Plague. Falcon and Captain America. Why not? Oh, there you go. <laughs> because you have to be versatile. Scarecrow Blue Eyes gives you the most versatility. Didn't you make I someone rage quit with a similar team like this, Russ? I can be a chameleon to whatever. <laughs> I have seen a three. If you remember, Nathan played a three card team in, a, in yeah. an event. He played. Uh, it was Blue Gobby, Eyes and Blue Gobbies. And, and yeah. maybe he used Big Imprisonment. Maybe? Or, uh, oh, yeah. Imprison. He did. Imprisonment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. That's a. Oh, you, that's, you know, you know it'd probably be good. Boom. Lock down that blue imprisoned, eyes crap. or and then like you're never un- going to be able to buy more than do one really of them. well. Like yeah. common Yantu would probably do well. Yeah. The, 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 you the, only have to send it through like a couple times. Yeah, the, the more I hear about this being talked, this is not a good first game event. For no, no, this is kind of no, the okay, first these are time that teams. runs yeah. people off. This is where this is why I said a ten life I think makes it worse. I think you'd actually want yeah. like thirty. Yeah, because <laughs> like a Yanti cube ten. 10 life game that totally triggers fast. Make it 100 life. life. Let's see how it long makes... we can prolong these games. It's just... Oh, oh, you could do old, old PX. Oh, you know what? You know what? And, I remember my Phoenix Force. I remember my basic action. Boom. I think I'd probably so put uh, heroic defense because then I gain my gain life. life. I, yeah. I gain uh, life. Yeah. yeah, gain life would probably be so. Well, unless it's too slow. Because I mean, Scarecrow one hit is never too die. slow. You, according you won't to have us. enough time to. You know what this really does is hit you. When are you gonna? What are you gonna attack me with? Like the dragon team or something like that. Oh, so you KO my you KO my scarecrow with breath weapon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Take your (laughs) dragon. And when you filled your dragon, I make sure it stays in the field. So next turn, you didn't get scarecrow. You bought heroic (laughs) defense. That's what I'm saying. It's always scarecrow. It's always scarecrow. It's always scarecrow. Scarecrow is always in the field when you're playing against Russ. There's never a time where he's not in the field. Yeah, it's always scarecrow and a bolt. Scarecrow and a bolt. Scarecrow and a bolt. So is there like a rule in this game where you're able to like draw more than four dice a turn so you can buy more expensive characters? Because how are you going to buy your blue eyes? He's a seven cost. It's all about. You'd have to so get three the, like three sidekicks or scarecrows yeah. in the field, and then enough bolts to KO enough of them that you yeah. could actually buy him. Because it's not time. already different, you know. For a first you'd time have player. to have let's, some. Let's kind say of, you draw eight dice. Every you'd have turn. to have some. Kind, <laughs> you'd have to have some kind of churn. That would be actually interesting. Action. You yeah. can go so, eight dice. So Russ would probably take you, you. You'd probably take out heroic defense. Yeah. Just for superhero registration or create food and water. Oh, so you have all superhero. <laughs> buy my superhero, please. Yeah. <laughs> 
all right. I have relentless. I have no idea what the action does, but <laughs> does anybody? I think yeah, we have to go silent. Uh, Superhero would let you. Is it you want I think that it's something ramp like the and, can't. You know. I don't remember. <laughs> Spin this die to a generic energy side. Reroll a character or sidekick die from your reserve pool. Oh, it's that global. <laughs> yeah. It's that global. What, what was that? What Relentless? That? Relentless? Oh, I, I'd probably <laughs> do. What uh, it does? What swords of revealing light? That'd probably be better. I would. No, wanna... what it does is has a global in its band. <laughs> it does not do the thing that I just read. That's what the action is. Yeah, I, I, I would totally use swords of revealing light just so I can say I play swords of revealing light. Oh, dude, it's you know got what? a decent ability too. It's <laughs> yeah, like that's you pick a, a character one. and that character can't attack. Do you know what you bring? You bring a Dormammu. Oh, yeah. Then they can't field three characters yeah. and use an action. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Yeah. Dormammu, he'd never, he'd never trigger. Yeah, they need I three. Oh, I guess I if they felt fielded both their characters <laughs> and a sidekick, Dormammu would trigger, yeah. and yeah. they can't use actions. Yeah, and, and so FYI, we forgot to mention this on our last um, segment about countering basic actions and stuff. So the Dormammu's will work. Um, they're a little expensive, but... Um, if you can get it out, yeah, it shuts you, it down. If you absolutely. can get it... So, so there's, I think there's... Two of them, yeah. While Dormammu is active, your opponents take two damage when they use an action dice. Any opponent may KO one of their characters to ignore this ability until the end of turn. So, maybe. Uh, but the one that everybody's thinking of is the six-cost one. While Dormammu is active, your opponents with three or more active characters may not use action dice. So, that's always so what are some of those other teams that people were playing? Um, I don't or know. Thinking, so while I look what would you go Why I look up, so I'm turning the tables. What do you think I would bring? Ooh. Hal Jordan. Um, <laughs> the crossover one? No, the blank Probably, one. Probably, because it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, the blank crossover yeah. one. Wow. Terrible, let's and just, he likes let's, it. Let's just turn this into bag on KT instead of actually... I actually get tried to guess cards that fit your guys' Probably okay. Felicity Smoke, because he has ooh, so many. Can I just use two Felicity He's Smokes? He's going to do Ultraman and bring, Kryptonite. He'll bring Saint Walker... Uh, that other blue lantern who can't do anything without a green lantern, and then just some action. He's so going to go Ultraman, Kryptonite, and the five cost, whatever, the uh, front line. Ooh. Oh, no, no. Uh, you you got to go the other path, man. What is it? Uh, betrayal plus two or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't even remember. Betrayal Plus? Yeah, I can't remember what it is. What against Betty? What against Betty? That's the one. I've always always called it Betrayal Plus. That actually wouldn't... As long as you could get to him, that would be a pretty good combo. You'd need to, like, get some sidekicks knocked out is basically your ramp. In this whole game, like, you got to field a bunch of sidekicks and then attack and try to get your opponent to knock them out so they don't end up just eating the life. But the two-cost action, would you'd hopefully get the bolts. Yeah, or the... Yeah, or you true, use a yeah. bolt to KO something and make it two less. It's not good. <laughs> I think Kevin would do a lantern ring team. Would I? I don't know. You, you seem to be a War of Light guy. I don't know. I would something actually, from War. Of I know Light. what I would do. I I would uh, black Manta, oh, Cheetah, yeah. and just old Justice League style. Whoa. Just just an attack boost. Just because. Yeah. Yeah. What are cards that people would use just for? Yeah, uh, Global's Professor X, 
And uh, well, the, so, so here's one. So Professor X and Blue Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> That's your team. It would not be bad. Like you could buy them, no problem. That Blue Eyes could be gross and have all that attack, and then That's you just throw blockers, proton yeah. cannon on it. There you go. That's a team right there. Yeah. So, so I'm looking at some of this. So we have Human Torch Flame on. So that's the while Human Torch is active, he deals one damage every time you feel the character. Right, damage to a character or player each time you feel the character. Um, and he has a global pay a bolt. You get a boosted up once. He has that. He has the D and D ring. So just straight up ring to use the global. You pay a generic energy and make you can it swap a sidekick. It and then blink transmutation because I know how much all of you guys love blink transmutation. So what, mm. what was that again? Why? Human torch, ring, and blink. Tr- ring global. You can you can turn anything to probably a sidekick or a mask. If you what does a, human torch do? He deals one damage for every character that you field to your to a character. So you just player. keep fielding sidekicks. Yeah. Oh, and just start ping, 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 ping. And then you and then you can use. Uh, but then how is he getting rid of his sidekick? Why wouldn't you just use attack you attack with him with his uh, blink transmutation actual action? Yeah, that that does damage oh. too. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just use like totally jubilee forgot. instead of? Human Torch, because Human Torch is cooler than Jubilee. No, actually, the Human <laughs> Human Torch is a terrible, terrible character. I think, I think it's because of the global, because then you can do two damage instead of one if you have a bol- extra bolt. Why not go Human Torch uh, and the, Jubilee? The Agent Venom that I remember keep that. that thing going. Your your wife totally and, decimated and, me uh, one time with that missile. So you ping him once, and then it's like boom, 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 boom. Every every. Uh, like sidekick that you have available in your uh, in your used pile goes into the field and then you attack with them all. Oh, here, here, here's one that's up uh, Russ's alley. Foot Ninja, Rare Professor X, so the new one, and Insect Plague. Mm. That would be good. Uh, here's one up for, for Zach. Ronin, Super Red Jocasta, and Magic Missile. Yeah, I like that. Ronan the Accuser? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Col- I see a couple. Collector and what else? Oh, would Collector you want? would be Collector. Then you you'd have to have a. You'd have to have your churning one. Yeah. Create food and water, and then it doesn't matter because you're not going to buy the third <laughs> one. Actually, create food and water would be great because you're only getting one yeah. or two characters. Nobby. Get them in the field. Nobby. Firefly. Oh, I can't. I got to look up. Any of those those ones you could just like win with one character, like the Hulk, the new Hulk. Scarecrow. Or Scarecrow. (laughs) Let's see. It would not be long for that that game style's meta to just get stupid. Like there's easily one team that's going to smash all the other teams somewhere in there. Are you sure it's not more rock, paper, scissors, though? Because you're limited on what you can... Nah, man. I think Yanti Cube would smash that meta. You have to. You'd actually want, I think, create food and water so that you could keep churning. Keep churning. sure you could still put that on that team. That's not a problem. You, well, well, I'm saying you, you, you need you, a, need, you need a cheap one cost. You though. basically have to win with I would do like and Yanti, not the purchasing, right? Because the purchasing. Yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, still. So if it got pot, but then what would you do if Ronan became <clears throat> like if? If if you countered that with say a Ronin, see, I think the I think Ronin the doesn't would be stop better. it really. I mean, if um, you get multiple cubes, I mean, sure, he stops at one you would time. Need Thor, right? Like blam, blam, yeah, blam. You would need Thor, Thor. Yeah. But once you run out of actions to buy, what do you do? For you have to you you just you play the cube. You yeah. just play the cube. So why not why not then just play the uh, 
But here's the, the common thing. with the cube, then it's unblockable too. Nah, it's probably like better. Thing. Yeah. Well, probably here's the better, thing yeah. though: is Shriek would then become popular. Why would you not, need to create food and water on that team? Why wouldn't you just take one cost basic actions? Because I mean, you can't kill them by water. buying necessarily. Your opponent you, could just buy them all because because how are you going to get to your cubes fast enough? You don't need to get to them fast enough. You just bring four of them and buy them yeah, all. You, but you, then you that may not win turn three or four, but it's and then it, it doesn't and matter then if it's shriek, slow. It's going to wreck their face, and there's nothing unless I shriek it. your Yanti, and then it's just you have nothing. Are you going to bring Shriek nothing. as one of your two cards? Yeah, it would be a pretty, if it became, <laughs> like, it would if be it a pretty became good a one, thing, actually. then I like. I, I right? see how because he's struggling would, when I take out the Scarecrow and the Blue Eyes. No, I, I don't like that, but I'm saying like if it became a thing, oh, so, so, it becomes so, really so you use Yanti Cube and Magic Missile, and then if they get a, if they have Shriek, you just buy that Magic yeah, buy the Magic Missiles and, and kill it, or just ping it out. And or then your opponent's going to use that Magic Missile out. But I'm saying, like, if it became where I I think the combos are easier to counter in a three card as opposed to like, Uh, yeah, but it's going to be hard. You can't in this sort of a game, you couldn't build to counter other teams. How how you could you need a win condition, Shriek, Scarlet Witch and Blink Transmutation. It'll be the longest game ever. <laughs> really, really will yeah. be. We're playing all night. <laughs> Ten life? Let's make it five. We'll still can play we, can, we work, can we work Crane, Captain Crane America, into a team? Captain America Iron Fist. Actually, Captain America Super Soldier, would that nullify... Captain America Iron Fist? <laughs> what would that... I'm going to ping you by one. This no, no, it would be by none. Because yeah. the, the timing, you get to choose. So Captain you, America reduces it to one, and Iron, Iron Fist... Takes rid of the one. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. You're just gonna. You're do- not taking any. <laughs> Luke just- Cage, vicious struggle. Go go that, go that team. Right? You don't need the red. Cobalt, right? Cobalt, you don't need the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go real, real nasty. Never filled anything in your two card combo. Just just field all your sidekicks and attack with that. Oh man! Oh man! So so yeah, th- this was this was kind of a fun way to kind of go back and review some of these cards. I I I think it's funny that most of you guys went back to golden age cards, like in, any modern cards that you would throw in. I said Thanos, <laughs> Constantine, Boom Boom, Chick, um, Jubilee. One of those ones could be good. Boom Chicka Ra. Is that what you were gonna <laughs> say? <Chicka? laughs> I don't know. <laughs> boom Chicka Boom. Oh oh oh! Adam Warlock. Yeah, you just take their two characters and put them on the card. And it <laughs> stays there for the whole game. And they just attack with whatever your other stupid character is. Oh, you know what else would be good is uh, Blob. So then they just can't buy the other Constantine one. Constantine and Blob. <laughs> <laughs> Constantine would. And then you got to have man, the. Constantine would And then you got to have something team, to yeah. swap the uh, attack and defense. Yeah. Constantine and Cube. <laughs> you don't actually do like, damage. Like, what? How do you, you deal with damage? All right, the, the, the common cube, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? The common cube. <laughs> All right, guys. So th- this is kind of a fun time to think of these kind of fun three card combo things. So we want to hear what you guys would bring to this event, um, and if you would punch the rest of your group after this event or not. Shoot us an email: doubleburst at ktdata.net 
or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleverse. Guys, thank you so much, and uh, I'll see you next episode. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about that Xavier School, and what three cards would you bring to this format? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe, and cool player resources. If you guys are looking for a way to support the show, head on over to twitch.tv forward slash ktdata and uh, send us a sub, especially if you have Twitch Prime. You get a free sub every month, so send it our way if you can, and we appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends. May your dice rolls be ever in your favor. Thank you.